0: Welcome back to Bible studies for life students. We are in the winter quarter right now. When emotions rise, I'm Andrew Hudson here with Jeff Belcher today. We get to talk about redirecting anger. Finally, we have an emotion that I know all too well. Jeff, talk to us. What is the passage for this week?
1: We're looking at Psalm 35. And this is one of those psalms that are sometimes difficult for us to to digest, ones we would refer to as imprecatory psalms.
0: Define that for us.
1: All right, leaders, here we go. So imprecatory means calling down judgment, calamity, or curses upon those who do us harm. And we may think, okay, now that's not a very Christian response to others mistreating us because didn't Jesus say, love your enemies? Before we dive into this, and we'll talk a little bit more about this as we move forward, but David was speaking—his life, I'll define it this way or describe it this way, his life wasn't just personal, but he was a representative of Israel as a whole. So he was a type, in a sense, of the things that God's people would experience corporately. Sure. So when David, as a representative of Israel, experienced people's coming against him, his responses were calling God's judgment upon those who would oppose Israel thereby opposing the purposes of God himself. So that's why David was in the position to respond this way, whereas personally we
0: never are. But nonetheless, there are some powerful lessons we can learn through this. So if the point of all of this passage is to take our anger to God and leave matters in his hands, what are some good practical tips for our leaders to teach their students? Yeah, absolutely.
1: So the thing that David was suffering at this time was his family – having turned against him and coming for his not only his throne, but his life. A son whom he loved so much had uh, betrayed David and sought to kill him. And I think probably so many of our students, even our leaders probably, have had people that we really care about do things to injure us deeply, and we've experienced betrayal in real ways. Uh, I want to point out verse 13. Here's what David said. Yet when they were sick, meaning these people who had betrayed him, when they were sick, my clothing was sackcloth. I humbled myself with fasting, and my prayer was genuine. So sackcloth is clothing. That means he was in a period of legitimate mourning. Deep, deep mourning. Yeah, and it wasn't selfish mourning where he was like, oh, woe is me. I'm, look how pitiful I am, broken, sad. That wasn't the spirit of it. He was legitimately grieved over the condition of the people whom he cared about so much. I think sometimes when people hurt us, our first response is to turn inwardly to focus on how much I've been hurt with very little regard for them. That's right. And we just immediately desire sometimes, maybe not all of us, but I know sometimes we're at least tempted to this when people hurt us, we desire that they would get what's coming to them almost immediately is our first response.
0: So I think also a lot of times when we deal with anger, we say, well, Jesus got angry, and so yeah. therefore it's okay for me to get angry. Yeah, we
1: justify it in selfish ways. That's
0: right. So it's selfishness versus a righteous anger. Yeah, that's right.
1: James, to push back against what you said, you know, against us when we feel that way, James says the, the anger of man does not accomplish the righteousness of God. So the difference between our anger uh, at least I can say my anger, is it's almost always exclusively selfish. But Jesus' anger never
0: was. It was for the glory That's of right. God. That's right. My my anger is 100% selfish. Yeah. in uh, James is where we're spending the week in the DDG. And all, our, all of our daily discipleship guides studies are in James this week. So uh, we will be praying for you, leaders. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next time.